Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio with one of the leading specialists and foremost authorities in healthy techniques in relationships. Learn why honor, beauty, leadership, and self-help is important for your empowerment. Get practical information on why you attract your opposite with balancing self-love and health. Also, listen to proven strategies to avoid major interrelationship mistakes that keep you bonded and push people away. Now, here's your relationship specialist and host, Daiya Six. Hey, you guys, how are you doing? What's going on? How is this day going for everyone? Listen, you guys, we have a treat for you. So go get your bibs, go get your plates, go get your spoons, all of that good stuff, all right? Because um, I decided that I wanted to speak to the soul today. Now, you guys know on this show, if you guys have been following me, and before I even go there, all of you newbies, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Daya Six, your host, so you're going to be hearing my voice all through this um, uh, through this show today. But we're going to talk about um, all of these beautiful theories that we have come up with in order to make lifestyles a lot better, okay? And if you guys um, are new, I just want to say welcome. Those of you that have been following me, you know that I talk about the emotional and physical attraction all the time, and I talk about the primitive mind. I talk about known associations, how your 88% subconscious mind is always leading you into directions. I talk about the critical mind and how that actually forms between the ages of zero and eight, depending on your environment. And then I also talk about your willpower, your decision, your analyze reasoning, logic, all of that part, which normally people say is the 12% conscious mind, right? Well, today we have a guest that can kind of parallel with me in that type of information. So I wanted to have her on the show so that you guys can get that information from another perspective, you know, um, another angle. There we go. That tastes better to me. Okay. So today's topic, you guys want to know today's topic is your relationship with emotional conditioning and how you naturally attract people. Okay. Now we're going to find out how all of this is connected. First of all, with your childhood. Okay. Then we're going to discuss why we are caught in these vicious cycles of like attracting unsuitable people to us. Okay. Now, uh, don't forget too that we're going to talk about that autopilot mentality that we live on, live in or live in. Is it live in? It's live in, right? This autopilot, um, mentality that we all have. We're all guilty of it, really, you know. And um, so I think it's time that we need to pretty much get busy. So Roy, I'm ready. Where you at? Okay, she loves me and she loves me not. Today's guest came to share with us her new book called Living on Automatic, how emotional conditioning shapes our lives and relationships. Okay, I want you guys to welcome returning guest at this point, Dr. Christine Adams. Dr. Christine Adams, are you there? I am. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. I'm so happy to have you. And before we even get into uh, your book, can you please explain to the listeners, um, first of all, how you came up with the book? Because I know that you're the co-author of the book. So let's talk about how the two of you came up with this book, and then we'll go into why it's so important. Well, this is a, an interesting story. I'll take you on a bit of an adventure. Um, my mentor was Dr. Homer Martin, and he's the primary author of the book. And he was an adult in, adult psychiatrist in practice for 40 years. And he was my mentor. And he began writing Living on Automatic in the 1980s. And when he died mm. in 2007... The book was unfinished, and his wife asked me, because I was his student, if he, if I would finish the book and get it published. And I worked on it another eight years before I got it published last year 
by Prager. And uh, so it's a tribute to my mentor, who is a wonderful person and a brilliant psychiatrist. Now, I am a child and adolescent psychiatrist, and I've also been in practice for 40 years. Uh And um, I'm a Distinguished Life Fellow of the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry and also a life member of the American Psychiatric Association. So the book represents his ideas about how adults form relationships and form Mm -hmm. personalities. Mm -hmm. And then I added to it the piece about young children and how personalities form in young children. So together the book represents our 80 years of combined work uh, with thousands of people in psychotherapy with us. Um, mm-hmm. People stayed in therapy uh, either years to decades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of new discoveries in this book about uh, our relationships um, from infants all the way through people in their 90s. We have a lot of new information. Okay. About how we get into trouble so much and relating to people. Exactly. How do we get in trouble? (laughs) Now, so let me ask you this. Do you find that, do you find the same thing in children, like starting in children, like, and what I mean by that is through their behavior. So when you're looking at children, being that you deal with a lot of children, do you see some of those signs in, um, you know, in young age children? Or do you, or do you think that it develops after the child is developmentally, you know, and I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm talking about from the right and left brain development? Well, what we found is that by age three, mm-hmm. each one of us has some idea of how we're supposed to conduct our relationships. Mm-hmm. This happens very early in life, and it happens, obviously, within our families um, right. by living with our parents and our siblings. And once you're three years old, you have a standard that is developed in you about relationships go this way and not that way. And what happens in the rest of your life is these patterns of relating get reinforced over and over again, and we call it emotional conditioning. So by the time you get to adulthood, the seeds that started when you were zero to three have grown stronger and bigger And then usually by middle age, people in their 40s, then you see all the conflicts come up as a result Mm -hmm. of this process that started by age three. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah, exactly. And this is where we get caught up in. Well, actually, we're caught up in the cycles before we hit middle age, to tell you the truth. Right. Yes, we are. But we often don't realize there's something wrong in our relationships. Mm -hmm. Like give you an example, if a person gets married in their late twenties or early thirties and they think, Oh, this is going to be wonderful. I've got the best person in the world. Everything's hunky dory. And then two years into the relationship, 10 years into the relationship, you realize, well, something's not right here. Mm -hmm. This, This isn't what I thought it was. What happened And it's only Mm -hmm. when people really get into, I say, middle age, about 40s, that they say, oh, my gosh, what happened? I thought everything was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that comes from and this is why, you know, when people get married, I mean, and I'm not saying that relationships and marriages cannot work, you know, when you get married around 18 or 25. I'm not saying anything like that. But when you don't really know yourself and know your characteristics on a whole nother level based off what society has taught you or what your parents have told you how to be or or what to become. It's almost like you're getting into a relationship playing Russian roulette. And it could be one of the reasons why a lot of um, marriages don't work, because it's almost like you, um, Dr. Adams, you ever heard that sense where people said um, well, people say um, 
knowledge. Uh, what is it? Lack of knowledge. Wait, what is the saying? Oh, my God. My head just went blank. Lack of now. Uh, no, knowledge is. What do they say about the knowledge? Help me out, Dr. Adams. What do they say about um, I'm, not, I'm not sure what you're getting at. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> look, my, look at my, my goddamn brain just went blank. I was trying to bring in so much information about my, my brain just totally shut down. Uh, oh, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. There we go. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I can't believe that. I can't remember that. So, you know, knowledge is power. So, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because your book specifically, well, I want to say kind of gives people the, the, the power that they need because it kind of um, educate them on a level that society really doesn't. Exactly. These are new findings. They're not anywhere mm-hmm. written about and they're not talked about because mm-hmm. Dr. Martin and I are the only people that have realized this and have these discoveries. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, the other thing we discovered is that these relationship patterns that children learn by age three in their mm-hmm. families, there's mm-hmm. no difference due to your sex or your gender or your race or whether you're wealthy or poor or whatever your culture or religion is, Mm -hmm. we all learn the same patterns. And it's Mm -hmm. very, very interesting. This is why you can marry somebody from a completely different family who had a completely different upbringing, but they learned the same patterns. So this is how we come we can fit together in marriages or in dating relationships. Hmm. Now that is interesting. So my question to you is because, you know, this is, this is, this just seems so tasteful and very similar to what I've learned when I went to hypnotherapy school. And, um, my question, and we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ask this question when we come back because you guys, we are getting ready to come up on a break, unfortunately, fortunately, but unfortunately. And my question to you, Dr. Adams, when we come back that I would like for you to answer is, when we're talking about these people and we're grouping and, you know, you're grouping people in, you know, group A or group B, does these individuals have or, you know, um, a name? Do, do we call them something in order to identify them? So don't answer that. We'll answer that when we come back from the break. You guys stay tuned with us because we're going to talk about more of this and the cycles that we're that we've all are guilty of being in. Stay connected with DIA 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Bringing information your doctors, friends, and parents can't tell you. Only on HRT Radio. Attention ladies, have you ever wanted to create a successful platform and a voice for yourself? Do you believe in leadership, diversity, and equality? If you're between the ages of 18 to 30, by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant invites you. Come compete and represent your country in the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty. And the first to do it globally. Teach the world while serving your community. Imagine yourself being the planet's Miss Indigenous. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Go to MissIndigenous.com and apply now. Need relationship advice? Send your letter to Dear Daia, your relationship column. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. We're back. She loves me. She loves me not. He loves me. He loves me not. (laughs) So before we went on a break, we wanted to ask Dr. Adams about these personality types, you know, because I know you guys are um, asking yourself like, okay, well, how do I know that I'm conditioned? You know, everybody, every time there's a situation that occurs or someone talks about, you know, relationships and, you know, this person and that person, people always put themselves in a situation and want to know and does this apply to me? 
right? So, Dr. Adams, my first question to you before we answer and go into the personality types, does this apply to everyone or just a certain type or a certain group of people? No, we found that it occurs to everyone. Now, obviously, Mm -hmm. we didn't see everyone in the whole world, but we saw people from a lot of different cultures at different parts of the world, uh, young people, middle-aged people, elderly people. And we were surprised that the patterns seemed to hold up the same, regardless of the different origins of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about these personality types so that people can get an, a clear understanding and possibly, you know, maybe kind of um, be able to compare and contrast themselves to some of these personality types. Well, what we discovered is the question that came up was, what is it about relationships that people do or how do relationships keep on going or how do they evolve and revolve? Mm-hmm. And what we discovered is the the currency, the, the monetary value that's exchanged in relationships is how much care is given and how much care is received. Mm-hmm. So some people in relationships by virtue of what they learned in their families by age three, are very good at giving to other people. Right. And other children are raised so that they're very good at getting from other people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So some people are very good at, you know, giving other people their way, meeting the needs of other people, meeting the wants of other people. And other people aren't so good at giving, but they're very good at getting. They're good at demanding. They're good at crying. They're good at cajoling. And these two different groups of people and children and adults mm-hmm. often get together, as you yeah. can see. It's like mm-hmm. a, a seesaw. And one is very good at giving and the other is good at taking. Mm -hmm. And so they get together and they think, oh, this feels like the home I grew up in. This feels normal to me. I'm good at getting. The other person's good at giving. We're going to live happily ever after. Well, over time, this unravels because what happens is The person who's good at getting keeps increasing what they're asking for, and the other person gets worn out with giving and giving and giving and never getting back. So this is how relationships, particularly marriages, become unraveled over time. Because one person gets burned out, And the other one gets angry and frustrated that the other person can't give them everything that they want the way they did in the beginning of the relationship. Okay, so so my question is, okay, so let me ask you this. So those that who have the personality type as far as giving versus the ones that who have the personality type type of receiving, how would you categorize the two of those? Well... We call the children that are emotionally conditioned to be very good at giving and satisfying other people, we call them omnipotent, meaning all-powerful, because the way these children were raised, they were taught to believe that they could satisfy anybody and that they could be all-powerful all the time to anybody that needed help. Oh, and the other type of personality that's very good at demanding or asking for help, we called impotent, meaning that they usually were helpless to take action and satisfy their own needs 
they're always good at asking other people to do it. So they tended to act helpless in relationships where the omnipotent tended to act strong and powerful. So this is why sometimes people always talk about, oh, she's selfish or all she does is give, give, give. And then any other in, in, and then other people in relationships says, um, all he does is take from me and take from me and he's a leech and, you know, all of those things. Does that kind of sound right? Yeah, a lot of people uh, that I see in, in some who come in talk about relationships in this way. And um, they talk about their own pattern of what they do in the relationship and that's what we observed over 80 years. Some people in relationships give a great deal and don't ask anything for themselves. And other people ask a great deal and don't do anything for other people. So what does, so what does that say about each personality type's upbringing? Well, we went back and we discovered um, how this is transmitted to uh, children yeah. early in life. And the way that it's transmitted is, I'll give you an example. About age one, kids learn to walk. Now, typically, um, a child will hold on to a coffee table or a sofa and gradually start to let go and take their first step alone without anybody holding them and without holding on to the table. Stay connected with DIA6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Love, beauty, diversity, and relationship awareness on HRT Radio. Attention, ladies. Would you like to create a platform for your success? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Intelligence, a leader, or trendsetter? What about a queen? Well, if you're between the ages of 18 to 30 by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant is looking for you to come represent your country. It's the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty and the first to do it globally. Come create value and make a difference while serving your community. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Beat the early bird deadline. Go to www.missindigenous.com. Apply now. Get your music heard. Get your music heard. Get your music heard. On HRT Radio Rotation. This is the Tokenet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. Well, we're going to go ahead and pick up where we where we left off, you guys. Okay, so, okay, so. Let's talk about these. Let's let's stay on these personality types because I want people to really understand um, what what it is your book is talking about and how your book can help them. And so there are two different personality types that you guys are talking about in the book. Yes, Doctor Adams. Yes. Two. And most of the types. time. Yeah. And so and in reality, these two personality types are different from each other. So they're like the yin and the yang. Yes or no? Yes, they are different. That's Mm -hmm. why they fit Mm -hmm. together in relationships Mm -hmm. so well at first and then get Mm -hmm. into trouble later on because they're they're opposite. 
Yeah, exactly. There we go. There's the opposite attraction that I'm I'm trying to get to. You just said it, the opposite attraction. So how do we as human beings, based off the personality types, based off the information that's in your book, how do we try to stay out and, you know, getting caught up in this vicious cycle of of um, attracting the same person to us just to do the same thing all over again? Because thousands of people experience that. People always say in the relationship, oh, it was the same old thing. It was the same old thing in a relationship. How do we avoid that? Well, one of the ways we avoid it is that we take this knowledge about that's in the book about how we raise our children in these patterns, in these emotionally conditioned roles or personalities, that mm-hmm. we don't, that we stop doing that that we know how to make inroads with our children so we don't raise them to be just one way or another, but we raise them to be balanced. That's mm, one way. And then as adults, yes. if we're in, in looking for a mate in marriage or looking for a, another mate after a divorce, we have to learn how to decrease living on automatic pilot. And the way that you do that, see, it's like Pavlov's dogs salivating when their handlers came in the room, even though they didn't bring any food. Now, if the dogs were thinking, they would say, why am I producing saliva? There's no food here. What am I? I'm not thinking. So Mm -hmm. we have to learn how to introduce thinking instead of automatic responding in our relationships. And the ways we outline this in the book, how to do it, one of the first things we have to learn is how to observe ourselves as we're interacting with other people. So we Mm -hmm. have to say, all right, if I get into problems with my spouse when I come home from work, I have to start looking at myself and say, okay, how am I feeling before I even walk in the door? What am I thinking Uh about? How am I behaving? How am I responding? And then as well, you have to learn, and at first it's hard, but it can be done. You have to learn, how do I observe me and my spouse, my husband or wife at the same time to see how they're behaving when I say whatever I'm saying or Mm -hmm. what what they're reacting to when I'm saying such and such or what I'm reacting to when they say or do such and such. And then another thing that's really important is to ask questions in a relationship, so many times we assume that we know what the other person is thinking or wanting, that we forget to ask. You know, Mm -hmm. the the example of the the man whose wife has gotten a promotion at work and he makes a reservation to take her out to a top restaurant for dinner and he comes home and he tells her, Get ready. In 30 minutes, I'm taking you out to this wonderful restaurant for dinner to celebrate your promotion. And she has a fit because she says, I don't want to go out to dinner to celebrate. I want to order pizza in and sit here in the house or sit out in the yard with you and celebrate that way. Well, he forgot Uh to ask her. How would you like to celebrate your promotion? And so we do this a lot. We think that we know what other people want without asking them. So ask Mm -hmm. questions. Another thing you can do is think about in every interaction you have with somebody you're close to, who's giving and who's receiving Mm -hmm. in the relationship at that situation. And at that time, um, and and that's uh, always happening in a relationship. Yes, Dr. Adams. Oh, it happens so much. It's what creates massive mm-hmm. confusion in relationships. 
thinking mm-hmm. that we know what the other person wants. And mm-hmm. um, another thing you can do is you can stop your automatic responding. You know, a lot of times with our children, we'll say, I'm not going to yell at my kids anymore. I'm just going to tell them flat out what I want. I'm not going to raise my voice. And then the next time you raise your voice and you say, oh, my gosh, there I go again. I didn't want to do that. So you can say to the other person in the relationship, let me think about this, and I'll let you know later what I think. But I need some Mm -hmm. time out from my automatic responding, which may be anger or frustration, I need some time out to just think about what I'm going to say and what the best course of action is. So I'll let you know later. I'm not going to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's really all about always, being aware. It's about being aware, being centered, um, you know, about yourself and your feelings. And can you imagine, the, you know, how beautiful it would be when both partners was aware of all of this versus just, you know, because the majority of people, they just get in relationships and they just be. They just be and they assume, you know, and that's, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Autopilot. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and tell everyone. You have to slow everything down and you have to think rather than emotionally respond. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Adams, tell everyone where they can um, get this book so that they can understand a little bit more about their, you know, um, themselves and possibly their personality types that they may be unaware of. Sure. Um, The book is for sale at Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, and at the publisher, which is Prager, P-R-A-E-G-E-R. Okay. So is that Barnes and Noble, huh? Yep, Barnes That's and Noble a- online, and um, I think you can also order it through the stores. Okay, great. And where can they find you if they want more information about you? Well, my there's uh, two ways. Uh, mm-hmm. One website is livingonautomatic.com, the name of the book, and the other one is my name, Dr spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R, ChristineAdams.com. All right. So you guys know that you can go and get that information. I'm on Uh Facebook, Twitter, and on um, YouTube and LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. Okay, so all those. So because you went in and out. So you said Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Twitter, and YouTube. And YouTube. Okay, perfect. All right. That's good stuff. So you guys know, if you want to um, get in contact with Dr. Christine Adams, you guys can go and check out the book and and, and, and figure out some of these uh, personality types and styles and see, you know, there's two of them. So you're going to be either the giver or you're going to be either the receiver. And um, that's very important to know and very important for you to um, understand because a lot of times, Dr. Adams, and maybe you can correct me in this. When you know that you're always the receiver, right, this book will kind of help you understand your personality type and help you possibly become the giver. Now, what if someone under, what if someone realized that they're always the receiver and they go, oh, my God, I have always been taking from the woman that I can't claim that I love. And now I want to start giving to her. How does that affect the well, relationship? What- what we help people do that were in therapy with us is learn balance in relationships. In other words, mm-hmm. not to be automatically just a giver or just a receiver. Okay, hold on, you guys. Do... Hold on, because we're getting ready to come. Uh, Dr. Adams, hold on, because I know you can. it's kind of hard for you to hear me, but we're getting ready to come up on a break. Roy, are okay. we getting ready to come up on a break? Yeah, I'm I'm texting you and, and, and can't see you either. Okay, so we have a caller. Okay, Dr. Adams, I just want to, um, let's go ahead and pause right quick because we have a caller. I don't know how long this caller has been on. So let's go ahead and take this call. Um, do you feel like taking calls? Sure, sure. Okay, let's go ahead and take a caller. Go ahead and bring him in, Roy. 
Josh. Hello, Josh. How are you doing? You're on with uh, Dr. Christine Adams. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're, we're good. We're good. Do you have a question for Dr. Adams? Um, yes. Um, recently, I was um, in a relationship with um, a girl. Yeah. Um, and uh, she cut me off extremely easily. Now, we were friends, but we were getting to the point of when we were technically getting together. Um, she cut she cut me off basically off of uh, something I had no control out of, and I don't I really don't know how to uh, deal, deal with it still. It's been about four months, and um, um, we barely talk. She actually talks to my little brother now, which is weird. But um, I don't know really. Wait a minute. When she when you say she talks to your little brother, what do you mean by that? Like as friends, or as she's trying to try to get to know your brother, like on a relationship level? Oh, they're they're just they're just friends. Um, Okay. Okay. So she stopped talking to you out of the blue. And now she's talking to your little brother just as friends. Yes. Okay, so there's no relationship potential there. I, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what is your question to uh, Dr. Adams? Um, well, how do I cope with this? Um, how do I get over it? Um, what What can I do next? Because I still really um, like her. Um, I gave her time, so. Will she, Mm -hmm. she won't talk with you at all? She won't engage with you? Um, no, not at all. Oh. Now, did you do something, well, well, let me, let me ask him this, Dr. Adams, because, you know, people always have, uh, these, these, uh, and Roy, do we still have time or are we getting ready to come up on a break? Okay, so listen, uh, Josh, don't go anywhere. When we come back, because I want to get down to the bottom of this. <laughs> I want to get down to the bottom of this. Josh, don't go anywhere. Stay, stay with us because I want to figure out what's going, what's going on here. We don't have enough information. So you guys stay with us. We'll be back with more Josh and then Dr. Christine Adams can kind of help them out. For more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques, right here on Face to Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Healthy Relationship Talk Radio, home to the best positive disruptors. <laughs> we got to keep it 100 around here on HRT Radio. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. You can have the best trainer in the world to sign an exercise program for you. But if you don't do it, it's not worth anything. You can join the most expensive fitness club in town. But if you don't go and exercise, it is worthless. To be a success in any exercise program, you must be consistent. It's the steady, constant exerciser who makes fitness and activity a lifestyle that excels and succeeds. Sometimes our busy schedules seem to prohibit us from exercising every day. So many people only work out one to two days a week and push themselves so hard that their intensity is too high. Even though this type of workout makes them feel good mentally, it is not the best way to exercise. It is better to moderately exercise in some form every day. Consistency is the key to exercise success. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Baby, I'm in Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. Woo, we are really making it work on this episode. On this episode today, you guys, welcome back. We have Dr. Christine Adams, who has her book called Living on Automatic, How Emotional Conditioning Shapes Our Lives and Relationships. So now we have Josh on the line, and I want to get down to the bottom of it because, Josh, you said that this young girl is no longer talking to you. But my question is, what makes her stop talking to you? Did you do something physically? Did you say something to her to make her say, you know what? I don't want you in my life anymore. Um, well, so basically, I think 
I, I didn't really say anything. I, I couldn't help her in her situation. But mm-hmm. I just I, I would just really like to know, like, why would she stop talking to me after something I really couldn't control? Um, it's not, I didn't okay, hit her. Okay. I didn't. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I didn't hit her. I didn't, um, I, ha- I didn't really say anything mean to her. I, we were, we were friends. We were nice to each other. Um, I just, I'm mm-hmm. just not sure why she just stopped talking to me out of nowhere, especially like that. Oh, so, okay, so do you hear this, Dr. Adams? Yes, um, there's not much you can do with a person that won't talk to you other than mm-hmm. if it really distresses you to get into some sort of uh, therapy and talk with a therapist about why it upsets you and learn about mm-hmm. you because you can't learn anything about a person that's not going to talk to you. Right. Yeah, and see, and that's why I was trying to, you know, it's almost like pulling teeth and, and you know, pulling teeth out of this, out of you, Josh, because I'm trying to like, trying to figure out what, why would someone stop talking to you just out of the blue? Um, and if you did something to her and you don't know what you did, and at the same time, she's not willing to uh, regurgitate it or, or, or uh, tell you her feelings or anything. I mean, this is a, this is a, you know, lost situation, unfortunately, because you can't force anyone to speak, can't force anyone to talk to you. And um, so this is probably one that you just may have to charge to the game and just go on about your business a little bit, you know? Yes. Uh-huh. And you try and you try yeah. texting her and calling her and all those things and she's just not responding. Well, when she well she she told me not to talk to her anymore or anything, so I respected that. And I just mm-hmm. well, there, there was just one time I heard um she got into a car accident, so yeah. I just texted her, "Are you okay?" And she just simply just texted back, "Yeah." And that was the last time we basically talked. Okay, well, just it sounds keep like listening. She Anna. wanted to end mm-hmm. the relationship, and there's not anything you can do other than figure out with a professional why it upsets you this much later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling, Josh. Well, thank, thank you guys so much. Yep, you're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Well, goodness gracious, you know, and that's kind of hard because most of the time. Everybody, when they care about someone, you know, they will always tend to want closure in a relationship, especially when it's coming to an end and they know that this person, you know, have ill will feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah, some people <sighs> so do, but let me other people this. just like to uh, leave things hanging. Yeah, I have a question. I have a question. If, you know, based off of the personality types that you guys talk about in the book, are one of those personality types prone to have certain type of behaviors like that? Um, well, it's hard to say. You know, we found mm-hmm. the, the personality types have um, distinct differences in um, their behaviors, the roles in relationships, the way they think, mm-hmm. and the way they use their emotions. So yeah. there's a lot that's different between the two mm. emotionally conditioned personalities. Yeah, so, mm. that's a interesting. A lot, so isn't it? That's all yeah. in the book about how the behaviors and the thinking and the showing emotions are all different. Because mm. different people are created by this emotional conditioning. You know, parents don't realize they're conditioning their children. Children don't realize that their parents have conditioned them. That's what's new about this book. Mm, got you. So this book is going to help you. And you know what? And, and and I'll tell you because this this is so parallel with the information that I teach in the classes that I do with the emotional and physical attraction. You know, um, when it's time for, let's say, someone that who is oh. You know what? Let me do this. What is the names again of the um, of the two personality types? Uh, one is omnipotent, O M N I P O T E N T. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the other is impotent, I M P O T E N T. Okay. So let's say someone gets your book and they realize that they are impotent, right? 
and they're reading the book, what would you say to someone that who is impotent versus someone who's omnipotent when they're ready to choose their partners? Well, the default mode for an impotent is to choose an omnipotent for a partner. Uh, Mm -hmm. Impotent will want to hook up with somebody who takes care of them, does everything that they want them to do when they want them to do it. So Mm -hmm. they need to learn uh, that that's that's what they're going to do automatically. And then Mm -hmm. they're going to do themselves a favor if they get in a relationship and don't just demand things all the time, but, you know, learn how to give back to the other person, learn the situations that come up. Some, they have perfectly right to ask for what they need. Other situations in a relationship, they may not be right to ask for what they need. The other person's needs may have to come first. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what, what people need to learn in relationships is balance. What's called for at this moment, in this situation, and with this person and myself? What's called for? What kind of action do we need to take? What kind of a decision do we need to make? So you have to develop flexibility rather than an automatic knee-jerk reaction to the other person. Does that make sense? Yeah, because that, yeah, that does. And because that automatic will get you in trouble every single time. <laughs> and it gets you in trouble every single time. Now, in you guys' book and, and through your studies, does it show? Uh, um, does it show when people are more likely to be on automatic in relationships than not? Um, what we found like, you is know, that people mm-hmm. are always on automatic pilot in close mm-hmm. relationships, um, mm-hmm. and also in work relationships and in friendships. It's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. everywhere. We all get into this automatic grooves, ways of reacting to people without really stopping to say, well, wait a minute, who, who is this person? What, what, what do they need? What do I need? I need to ask them a lot of questions. I need to tell them about me. I need to hear about them. We just get into auto autopilot in all our relationships. And this is why we have high divorce rates. We have mm-hmm. high homicide rates, suicide, um, behavioral problems in children, um, substance abuse, uh, mm-hmm. lost work productivity. Uh, emotional illnesses of depression and anxiety because we have imbalances in our emotional support system in relationships. One person gets everything they want and the other person doesn't get much. So it's like a seesaw that's always tilted up in the air at one end and down in the lower end at, at one end. It's never, you know, the seesaw, the fun of the seesaw is it goes up and down. Mm-hmm. Well, in most yeah, relationships, one end is up in the air and the other one's stuck on the ground. So Can't get um, up. No balance. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we need balance no in relationships, you guys. Yeah, we need balance in relationships. So you guys go and get That's this book, How Emotional Conditioning Shape Our Lives and relationships, you know, all this stuff, because and this is one thing why the show exists. And it's because if you don't know yourself or have any idea of who you are and you're just walking into these relationships, guess what? You're playing Russian roulette. I don't care who you are, how much money you have, where you're located. You are playing Russian roulette. Now, one more time, Dr. Adams, please tell everybody where they can find you, because we are coming up to the end of the show. Uh, I am at Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R, ChristineAdams.com. Also can be found at LivingOnAutomatic.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. 
all of that good stuff. And you know what? I just have to say that I approve this message. And for all of you guys that um, are still tuning in, we also have the next show coming up, which is Keisha Keith. And she's talking about postpartum and um Childbirth, so you guys can stay tuned for that. We are coming up at the end of the show, Dr. Adams, with all of this technical difficulties, me losing you, you losing me the whole night. I approve this message. I approve the information of uh, that you have given and uh, living on automatic, how emotional conditions shape our lives and relationships. Do you approve the information that you just gave out? Thank you so much. I do. It's been wonderful mm-hmm. in spite of the glitches. Thank you so much. <laughs> You are welcome. We both approve this message. And you guys know that you can follow me on Instagram. That's where I live. I live on Instagram. We Listen, we we have to start with Facebook. We have to get back into Facebook. We haven't been on Facebook in months because, you know, we're growing, you guys. Uh, the show is getting better, you know, the whole nine. And we got some really great guests coming up. Um, you guys can go to hrtradio.com. Uh-huh. If people have questions, they can go on my website and email me. And I'd love to answer questions. All right. That's going to be awesome. All right, you guys, follow me on Diane underscore six. Um, go to Healthy Relationship Talk Radio Facebook group page and become a member because we'll be answering questions there, too. All right. I just want to say thank you guys for joining us. Uh, see you guys. Next week, same time, same place. I'm wishing everybody love, peace, truth, justice, and freedom and all that good stuff. You guys stay conscious when it comes to relationships. Understand that there's more to you than what you think and what you know and what your parents have told you, what society have told you. You are better than what anybody can even think about. Learn the techniques because remember when you got the tools it's almost impossible to fail. All right. I want to thank you guys for joining me here on Face to Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. And I can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Join us next week, same time, same place, as Daia continues to give practical tools for simple, healthy, face to face relationship living. Remember, relationships aren't hard if you have the proper tools to build you a solid foundation. Also, search for Healthy Relationship Talk Radio on Spreaker, iTunes, Facebook, and iHeartRadio. Get videos, live shows, and member access of HRT Community by visiting hrtradio.com.